0: And practice. Thank you so very much and happy listening. City, your state, your community. I tell you that's just the only way. You've got to love it isn't gonna collapse because God is able to sustain my marriage. Had it been he or she can see, he or she'll be able to tell that this person is innocent. We are the enemies. You get it now? That's why you see Jesus said, Love your enemies do good to them that hurt you, because Jesus understands. Glory be to God in the highest of of mercies. Good beautiful evening to you all. God bless you abundantly, and it is is with you in Jesus' mighty name. Thank you so very much for always quitting our time to listen to our podcast. Like I say all the time, it means a whole lot to me. Thank you so very much and God bless you. Okay, so this is the beginning of another podcast series and I want you to sit back and listen to this podcast with an open heart so that it can bless you. And also, the podcast is going to serve as a mirror for you to see who you are, if truly you're a Christian, for you to see and know if truly you're a Christian, and for you to know how Christians live their lives. Okay, so now the word Christian was derived from the Greek word Christianos. Are you still here? So um, we have Christos as in Christ and we have Tianos as in Tian, all right? So Christos means anointed one. okay So we have Tianos, Tianos which means lead you. All right. So, when we merge the two together as Christianos, which means the little anointed one. Okay. So, can you see now that Christians are little Christ? Christians are little Christ. Hallelujah, somebody. Can you see it now? So, you've got to understand this. That's who you are. That's your identity. You can't change it. Alright? That's how God has made it to be. As long as you've received a new life from Christ Jesus, you or her, the little Christ, you've become a little Christ. Amen. So that's the meaning of the word Christian. You get it now, okay? So now, I see so many people who who, who actually think they are a Christian, but scripturally speaking, they haven't. They are not a Christian, scripturally speaking. Amen. Why 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 did you say that Elisha? Okay, okay. You know, Christians looks for or look for the good of other Christians. Did you get that? Christians does not look for their own good alone. They they also look for the good of other Christians. Now I'm not talking about they look for looking for the good of your family. You should, alright. I'm not talking about your Christian family, like okay, your 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 niece is a Christian now, you're looking for the good of your Christian um, Christian niece. No, that's necessary, you should. But I'm talking about those ones you don't even know, but you got the knowledge that they're a Christian. Yeah, a Christian looks for the good of other Christians. All the Christians. Are you following? So some people will who, who, who say, I am a Christian, and They are totally doing the opposite of what I just said. Okay, tell our Bible to me to 1 Corinthians. Let's start from chapter 10 and read with me from verse 24. Okay, so it says, Don't think only of your own good. Think of other Christians and what is best for them. Can you see that? Can you see that? So this is how Christians live their lives. We don't think for the good of ourselves only. No. No, or the good of our families who are Christians only. No, as long as you are a Christian, it is necessary by my own capacity, I look for your good in any areas it is that I can. Because that's how we've got to live our lives as a Christian. You know, I mentioned earlier, I said it's going to be like a mirror. Now, I want you to check your life. Is this how you've been living your life? Is this how you believe in your life? I want you to check your life. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise the living Jesus. Hallelujah. Okay. I don't want you to mind my voice, okay? I just finished praying, so I've gotten a crack voice already. (laughs) All right. So, okay. You know, I heard a Christian say, I can never, ever honor um, a dinner invitation from a sinner. You got that? <laughs> I can never have a honor or a dinner invitation from a sinner. No, I can't do that. I looked at that person. I said, you're talking out of ignorance. You're talking out of total ignorance. If a sinner invites you home for dinner, you've got to go. You've got to go. There is nothing wrong in that. There is nothing wrong in that. You're not committing any sin no you're not if a sinner asks you to come to his abode for dinner there is nothing bad in that God will never get angry for you doing that for you honoring such invitation he wouldn't he will not okay down our Bible to me to okay that same chapter but different verse okay down to verse 27 alright so he says if someone who isn't a Christian asks you home for dinner go ahead can you see that Hallelujah, somebody. Go ahead, accept the invitation if you want to. Okay, so that's optional. You can and you cannot. Depends on you. Now, if you accept the invitation, there is nothing wrong in it. If you don't accept the invitation, there is nothing wrong in it. Okay, so whatever it is that is offered to you, you've got to eat it. Hallelujah, somebody. Are you seeing this? And and don't ask questions. Don't ask any questions about the food. No, no. So your conscience should not be bothered about this. Can you see that now? So I want you to check your life. Is this how you've been living your life? The last time a sinner asked you to come take dinner in his abode, did you honor it? Because you felt like, because he's a sinner, I can't have anything to do with a sinner. Is that your standpoint? There is nothing wrong in that. There is nothing wrong in it at all. At all. At all. Okay. You know, Christians are people that have received a new life from Christ Jesus and they are not controlled by their sinful nature. Their sinful nature is not the one controlling them. It is now the Holy Spirit that is controlling them. So if you say you are a Christian and you are still living under the influence of being controlled by your sinful nature, no, you are not a Christian. You are no way a Christian. Your sinful nature, your flesh controls you it controls what you do day-to-day, your day-to-day activity. It is all controlled by your flesh. You haven't God's child. You haven't God's child. That's just the sober truth. That's the sober truth. Because Christians are being controlled by the Spirit of God. By the Spirit of God. By the Spirit of God. You know what I mentioned earlier is that this podcast is actually going to serve as a mirror for you to check your life. For you to see yourself, so you'll be able to tell if you're a Christian or not. Okay, then so John the Bible me to Romans chapter 8. Let's start from the um, ninth verse. Okay, so I read it says, But you are not controlled by your sinful nature, you are controlled by the Spirit if you have the Spirit of God living in you. Do you get that? And remember that those who do not have the Spirit of God living in them are not Christians at all. Oh my goodness. Now you see it. Now you understand it. We just read that from God's Word. Now you see how I'm preaching my ideologies here. Amen. (laughs) The Spirit of God is what makes you become a Christian. And that's not all. Your relationship with the Spirit of God is what will determine if you will remain faithful. Or slip away or backslide. You know, it's not just about remain it's not just about being faithful. It's about remaining faithful. You've got to remain faithful. And you can't do that by your own power. You've got to do it by the spirit. Are you are you still here? Are you learning a dog? Are you sure? Okay, you know, this is just the beginning of the um, podcast series yeah it's just the beginning not even started at all okay you know christians among themselves they say you know actually i've engaged some christians so i'm talking from that experience when i dealt with that you know god's word told us those who persecute us because we have sworn our allegiance to jesus we are to bless them we are to pray for them in return and their response, <laughs> their response was was not scriptural. Me? Pray for someone who, who, who will who persecute me? Never. I would never do that. I'm going to fight the person back, right? I would punch him right in his face. <laughs> you know, as a Christian, we shouldn't do that. No. We shouldn't do that. These are the characteristics of a Christian. We don't retaliate when being persecuted because of our allegiance to Christ Jesus. Are you still here? We don't retaliate. No, we don't do that. We don't do that. Okay, john our Bibles to Romans chapter 12. Let's start from the 14th verse. Or rather, it. so he says, If people persecute you because you're a Christian, don't curse them. Pray that God will bless them. Can you see that? that's out of god's word we've got to bless those who persecute us because of our allegiance that we've sworn to christ jesus you've got to understand it this is how christians live these are the characteristics of christians and that's what i mentioned earlier that this is a mirror so you've got to um, um check yourself all right so it would help you see yourself Am I a Christian or not? Have I been living the right way or not? When you make use of this particular podcast, you'll be able to tell if truly you're a Christian or if truly you've been living like a Christian or you've just been deceiving yourself. Amen, somebody. And we will continue tomorrow. Thank you so very much for creating our time to listen to this podcast. It means a whole lot to me. God bless you so, so, so well, and it is right with you in Jesus' mighty name. Don't forget, if you have the power to support our podcast, do not hesitate. Thank you so very much. And please try not to mind my cracked voice. I was praying for hours. (laughs) Don't forget, in him we live, move, and have our being. Shalom.